0: And welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio, where you're your humble, happy host, broadcasting live from lovely, very, very, very warm Austin, Texas. Julie, welcome to today's radio show.
1: Thank you. I'm looking forward to this. This is one of the things that we hear in coaching all the time that it makes a huge difference to the production and the profitability of all of our great listeners. So I always look forward to uh, you know sharing this with them. And the topic is 18 relentless lead follow-up rules. So it's going to be a fun call, I think.
0: So we're going to get you guys started with a mindset thing. And we always ask you guys to write, take notes. I know some of you brokers, office managers, you guys use our podcast as your training material. So we're going to make it very easy for those of you listening. In your notes, I want you just to write these words down. Furiously fast lead follow-up. So start there. Furiously fast lead follow-up. Make that your mantra. Get a tattoo of that on your arm. Make that the thing that you live by. That is your number one most important rule. And the reason is, is because in every single agent we've ever coached, thousands and thousands of coaches, or clients, in every single conversation we've ever had, in every single presentation we've ever done, lead follow-up is probably one of the most three, it's easily the three. one of the three most things that, that most agents don't do well. And... Always roll their eyes out when you're presenting. Oh, another lead follow-up conversation, uh, right. but they don't do it well. And then what happens is as a result of not doing it well? We think theoretically most agents will lose 20 to 30 percent of the business they otherwise would have had from lead follow-up. And I'm gonna make it even more spicy here. There was a killer article written by Teak Wiggins on uh, Inman last month, and you guys should go back and just you know put it on the search bar Teak T E K E Wiggins and read all of his articles, but the one in particular was talking about essentially the fact that there's never been so many options for agents to you know, spend their money on, from lead follow-up systems to CRMs to portals to all this other stuff in between. It's, in other words, it's never been as confusing as it is now. And what a lot of you guys, and, and if you've come into real estate since '07, which is at least half of the 100 plus thousand of you that listen to us on a regular basis, at least half of you guys have only lived in a post-Zillow world. So you've only been around real estate as all these other systems and cool things and you know, all these little confusing things have come to market, and so you've never really learned how to do real honest to God lead follow-up. You've relied or been led to believe that you have to rely on some sort of electronic device to do it for you. So what we're going to ask you to do, for the sake of maybe moving the ball down the field with you a little bit today, is we're going to ask you to set aside mentally and emotionally your attachment to basically automating your lead follow-up. Maybe what you should be doing is taking your lead follow-up, the actual returning of the leads, not dumping them into some sort of automated drip system, but actually making it so that you prioritize your schedule, you prioritize your best energies every day around doing the lead follow-up, because bottom line is when you get really good at lead follow-up, when you get really good at asking the tough questions, use the scripts that are part of the coaching program, coaching clients. We've already done all the heavy lifting for you. Just follow the conversation pattern of the script, and you'll get to the heart of the seller's or the buyer's motivation. When you do that at a high level, you will be stunned and amazed how many of the people that you would have just put into your lead follow-up system, A, shouldn't go in there at all because they were just looky-loose or B were actually really they may have they may have shown up as representing as a buyer, buyer asking about a house for sale, but what they really were is the neighbor two houses down that was a, that wants to put their house for sale, and had you just basically used an automated system or had you not asked questions in the right way, you would have lost that listing opportunity. So the bottom line is guys, if you could only choose maybe five things to be really good at when it comes to real estate, lead follow up is definitely one of those five. If you become a killer at a killer lead follow-up-er and a killer pre-qualifier, you won't have to buy leads because you'll be able to find leads where other agents uh, don't. You know, agents who are constantly in this mindset, of, I need leads, I need leads, I need leads. Chances are, yes, you need leads, but you need a heck of a lot fewer leads than you think you need. You just need to learn how to sift and sort the leads at a higher level. Does that make sense, Jules?
1: Absolutely. It's one of the most commonly uh, misunderstood things by agents who think that they need more leads when in fact they need to be better at lead follow-up. In almost every case, I would say the only exception is perhaps someone who is freshly licensed and hasn't had the time or education to get any lead flow going. But other than those folks, which we can help with obviously as well, um, it's probably a lead follow-up issue, almost always. And in my experience, generally we're able to see a 30 to 40% increase after in agents businesses in their income in their units and their deals once they follow the 18 relentless lead follow-up rules or as you said furiously fast lead follow-up so the mission is to memorize internalize and practice daily all of these rules and you will almost instantly be making more money more consistently and none of these rules are difficult but they are critical to catapulting your business to the next level and possibly letting go of the thought, God, what, what are the other buying lead sources that I need to do? I'm not spending enough money on leads. Let that thought go and focus on what you've already got in front of you.
0: How, so, many calls, yeah. how many calls do you guys get every week from people trying to sell you leads? Zillow, that's all they're doing. In essence, they're trying to sell you leads. How many calls do you get every single week from people trying to sell you leads? Dozens? How many emails? Dozens. They're all trying to sell you leads. You know the reason why they know that agents will always buy leads is because most agents have no idea what a lead is, no idea how to pre-qualify a lead. So agents believe that the answer to lack of leads is buy more leads buy more leads versus basically knowing what tough questions to ask in what order and how to sift and sort the folks that they talk with so they know which ones actually are ready to do a real estate transaction versus the ones that aren't. So, Julie, let's get to the first two points.
1: Yep, you got it. Okay, so number one, relentless lead follow-up means that the goal is to feel like you might be, quote, over-communicating with prospects. I want you to feel that way. In reality, it's impossible to over communicate with prospects or even with existing clients. The number one complaint listed in a recent NAR survey of hundreds of recently closed real estate clients was wasn't commission, wasn't price, it was a lack of communication and follow up by my real estate agent. So the fact that that's what the results of the NAR survey is lack of communication that tells you that most agents are probably very far away from, quote, over-communicating with prospects. And what I always say is if somebody says, you know, leave me alone, well, you just got your answer, right? Maybe they're not ready. That doesn't mean that you should stop communicating. It means that you finally got the answer that they're not going to do anything with you. So try to over-communicate. That's the goal. That's what relentless lead follow-up or furiously fast lead follow-up actually means. Make sense?
0: Absolutely. Point number two.
1: Number two, be the one who does follow up. Many agents make the initial call or contact, but almost no one follows up. Guess who makes more money? For example, when a home expires, everybody calls, or at least the agent's perception is that, quote, everybody's calling. However, if that agent doesn't get the appointment on the initial try, 99% of real estate agents will give up. That's if they made the call in the first place. They'll lose the lead or they'll convince themselves that the customer just isn't motivated. So be the one who follows up.
0: Well, let's, Julie, let's drill down. Let's drill Mm -hmm. down. So, again, a lot of misinformation out there that's told you, that's being taught to you guys, that when someone emails, the only way they want to be communicated with is email. When somebody, you know, basically sends you an SMS, the only way to communicate back to them is an SMS. Here's the bottom line rule that all of you guys should adopt. And this is the same rule that every single top producer that we've ever interviewed, and you guys can listen to our past radio shows at realestatecoachingradio.com, realestatecoachingradio.com. Listen to those interviews. They'll always tell you that they always call people back. If If you get an email from somebody interested in the property, you email them back, say, what's your phone number? I'll call you right back. If you get any kind of communication whatsoever, do not rely on any sort of digital return. You always got to call them back. If you get a lead from Facebook, from Twitter, call them back, because on that on that phone call, then you can prequalify them. If you're relying on, frankly, being a little bit passive, complacent, maybe even a little lazy, by thinking you can uh, accomplish your real estate goals by just emailing or by just waiting for them to, you know, somehow miraculously show up at your doorstep, you're going to starve. So, guys, if you, if you generate leads, you don't have to tolerate flaky customers. If you generate leads, you don't have to tolerate abusive customers. If you generate leads, you don't have to tolerate the demanding customers that make you work all hours and every weekend. The key is not to necessarily have to generate more leads, but be really efficient at going through questions to ask to know which, whether they're actually seriously motivated. All this stuff is available. All you've got to do is read a script. All you've got to do is ask questions in a certain order. Remember, with our scripts, guys, you can memorize them. That's fine if you choose to. But what we really want you to do is internalize them, and we want you to personalize them. We want you to internalize the questions in the order in which they're asked. That's the main thing. Coaching clients, remember I said that. You can change the copy. You can change the text. It really doesn't matter. But don't change the order in which the questions are asked. I'll give you guys a for example. On our buyer lead qualification script, I think it's question three or four, which really is completely unique to us, but it's so powerful. And here's the gist of it, somebody calls, I'll just walk you through it. This is a conversation pattern, then I'll give you the actual, I think it's the third or fourth thing you're supposed to say. So a buyer calls in, they're interested in a property, they email in, maybe it comes in from 800 home hotline, it doesn't matter where the lead comes in. You call that lead back, you have to call them back. And when you call them back or if they call and you answer the phone, you, you know obviously introduce yourself, get the conversation started. And then question number three, after you've made contact, is by the way, which house in the neighborhood are you thinking about selling? You've got to ask that question at the top of the pre-call process when you're talking with buyers to vet out whether or not they're actually sellers just looking to see what the price on the property was what most of you guys try to do is you try to go through the conversation you try to establish rapport you try to talk about the fact that both of you have golden retrievers you try to basically give them all this information on this that and the other you're trying to bond with them most people don't want to bond with you they just want to go off the phone and get their information which means you'll never discover that they actually are sellers in disguise ask the question on the top hey mr seller While I look up the information on that house, making sure it's still available, I'm sorry, hey, Mr. Buyer, while I look up um, the information on that house to make sure it's still available, which house in the neighborhood are you thinking about selling? Just ask them. See what they say. Sometimes they'll say, no, I'm relocating, or I don't have a property to sell, or I do have a property to sell, but it's clear across town or whatever, whatever. Just find out. Then you know what you're dealing with. Then you start taking more listings. It's really not much more difficult than that, guys, if you follow the system. I know some of you are listening to what Julie and I are talking about and you're saying, Oh my gosh, Tim and Julie, I was taught that basically an email lead comes in, that you're supposed to send some autoresponder, you're supposed to send some pre recorded voicemail, and then they go into some long term drip email campaign and I was taught that by the time I have six bazillion people in this campaign, that a certain per- certain percent of those people will raise their hands and they'll say, Okay, I'm ready by yourself. Right. I mean, isn't that what you guys are being taught? Yes, it is. Now, do those things work over time, the accumulation of having enough people? Probably. But what you're forgetting is that every, that buyer or that seller, they're not just communicating with you. They're communicating with three or four or five different agents. They're gathering information, especially if there's some of the best, you know, reload types. They're not, you know, they're communicating and they're getting entered into several different agents' drip systems. So you're just another agent emailing them, which is going to be work out to be probably the same information. And ironically, it might even be from the same drip system. So they're literally getting information from you know that's identical that your competitor is sending. That's the reason that we always suggest you pick up the phone, because so many people, agents in particular, are not being trained to pick up the phone. Will avoid picking up the phone at all costs. And if you're the guy or gal that's calling the person back and pre-qualifying them, yeah. Maybe you don't even realize – you. maybe I don't need that stupid drip drip campaign. Maybe the idea of dripping on people is as kind of disgusting as it sounds. Maybe <laughs> what I really should be doing Ew. is just – Yes. Maybe what I should really be doing is just pulling out the best, most qualified people by pre-qualifying them. And if they're not ready to buy or sell with me in the next, say, 30 to 60 days, whatever your personal criteria is, you can just – you know maybe put them in your drip system then. But if you're not going and drilling down and asking them questions – uh, you're never going to find out. You're just going to put them in a system. You're going to end up, you might end up with more people in your drip campaign and you might get some sort of plaque and award for having the biggest, most drip, impressive drip, but you're not going to make any money. It comes from picking up the phone. Don't resist that, guys. It's not that difficult. Or, you know, obviously going to seeing them in person is effective as well. Next point, Jules?
1: All right. So the next point is number three. How are we going to accomplish all this? Point number three, schedule your relentless lead follow-up daily not when you feel like it not when things seem to be drying up on you not when you're desperate not when it's a cloudy monday holiday day off and you have nothing better to do schedule your relentless lead follow-up daily no excuses you must end each day knowing that you have communicated with all of your leads by the way as tim said email doesn't count so it's important that you should no longer say that you quote worked any day that you skipped your lead follow-up i'm here to tell you If you didn't do your lead follow-up and you claim to be a professional real estate agent, you're not working in real estate. And don't come crying to us saying you need more leads either. (laughs) Finish your lead follow-up daily. It's like vitamins for your business. It works better daily than now and then if and when you feel like it. So that means you've got to actually schedule it. I always recommend that you do this in the morning because you're likely to set an appointment in the morning which sets you up to have a generally better day. Let's say that something's crazy from a home inspection on an existing deal this afternoon. Well, if you've already set up new business as a result of your relentless lead follow-up this morning, you're actually going to have a better mindset about dealing with any of the normal hiccups that you get during your business day. And, Tim, I know that you remember living through this, right? So that's basically it. Now, oh, But let's make it, Julie,
0: let's make yeah. it practical, okay? So sure. here's, here, guys, write this stuff down. When you get, let's say for example, you have a time block time in the morning in your schedule, and in in your and, you know during this hour to this hour, uh, you're supposed to be let's say lead generating. Um, you know you're calling your centers of influence and past clients. If you get a lead during that time, you call that lead back right away. Remember we talked to you guys at the top of today's show saying furiously fast lead follow up. So furiously fast lead follow up which is where you're using basically a conversation outline or a script, that's gonna get you into the end zone. That's gonna ultimately make you different in the eyes of that consumer. So by calling them back immediately, what does immediately mean? Immediately means immediately. When you get a really good lead, especially if you're using eight hundred home hotline and you're being able to tag it knowing that the lead's coming in on a seller on a listing that you have, you know, you got to call those people back right away. Don't let them go to voicemail. Don't let them, you know, all that, just get on that lead immediately. Now, if during that call you determine basically that they're a good lead, in other words, they they do have seemingly strong motivation, and they're not able to set an appointment with you now, or script is basically helping you guys set appointments, It's not just basically a never-ending getting-to-know-you conversation. It's on that initial lead follow-up call you're trying to set an appointment. So when you um, have a lead but they're not, you're not able to set the appointment because they have to check with their spouse or whatever happens, that's the person that you're going to put in your lead follow-up that you're going to call back. Don't put them in your drip campaign and expect them to respond to an email. You call them back. That's what Julie's saying, and it goes back to our lead follow-up rule, especially for sellers, that when you have a seller that has to sell, you have to follow up with them until one of two things happen. They list with you or somebody else, or they file a restraining order against you. And obviously that's a joke, but you get the point. So you, lead comes in, you call them right back, you follow our script, you determine that it's a seller, they're not able to book an appointment with you right away, that person is a red hot lead. You do not let that get by you. Do not become complacent on that. Do not believe that somehow electronic communication is going to get it so that that person does business with you. They have too many options and they have too many other people that are chasing them. You got to be the guy or gal that actually sets the appointment. Please be very clear on that. Um, Listen, I just received an email, and I'm sorry i just remembering now to mention it. Yes, you guys are still able to get those six free books by simply filling out the form. Scroll down if you're on your mobile device. There's name, email address, phone number. We're going to give you those six free books just by completing that form. You're going to get a call back from someone from our staff. They're going to answer questions about the coaching program that a lot of you guys are interested in joining. And remember, this coaching program is less than $100 a month, no payment for the first 30 days. Every single one of you are pre-approved to get into this program if you use our student approval program. And best of all, this is a real live coaching program. You get four semi-private coaching calls per month with the coach. And you get, in addition to that, a real honest-to-God one-on-one private coaching call, and you can schedule that around your schedule through our Coaching on Demand tool. All of the things that we always talk about that are included in the coaching program, you get the pre-listing pack, the listing presentation, the pre-qualification scripts that we're talking about today. Every single aspect of our program works in all price ranges and all market segments whether the market's going up or down whether you're selling coastal properties down to florida or whether you're selling properties in the middle of nebraska it doesn't matter the system is proven to work in all markets and like i said less than 100 bucks a month if you're on your desktop just go to joinharris.com jules go to the next point please
1: Perfect. So point number four, keep all of your leads in one place using one system. For example, we recommend a super simple 3x5 card system or Top Producer, which almost all of you have but don't use and possibly been paying for for years. Top Producer has some excellent training systems that don't take that long to help you utilize them. So a lot of you have avoided them because it seems more complex than it is. It doesn't matter whether it's Top Producer or Asana or 3x5 card systems or Excel spreadsheet. Just do it the same way every time. One place using one system. But why Don't do we have sticky notes all over the place?
0: Go ahead. The simplest the simplest system guys, it, especially when we're, you're following up aggressively like we're asking you to do is to have, I know this sounds very old school but it's so powerful, have a bunch of the prequalification scripts printed out. Have them with you at all times. Put them in like one of those uh, – just put them in something that will be – we used to have these uh, – Julie, do you remember those um, – I don't know what they were. They are like clear plastic boxes that were yeah. you, you could put things like in. like clipboards There's that a clipboards had a top, box yeah, underneath. With storage, yeah. yeah. You guys can get those at Home Depot or wherever else. Awesome. Wherever you go, you take that box with you. And what happens is, is when you get a buyer call or you get any kind of lead call, you pull out one of the scripts, you ask all the questions, you fill out the answer on the box – that's on the prequal script, and then you essentially will write down what your next course of action, what your next plan of action is with that particular lead. That's the easiest and simplest way to have all your leads in front of you at all times. We've known people, and you know, as long as you can remember the questions that you're supposed to be asking in pre-call, you can essentially just have a yellow tablet of paper, and every time you get a new lead, you write down all the pertinent information. Do they have to sell? Do the, 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 the time frame? You know, all that good stuff. As long as you have internalized the script enough, you don't necessarily have to have it in front of you. The idea, guys, again, the most important thing is is when it, generally speaking, goes into a digital device, your computer, your phone, your spreadsheet, your whatever, you're going to lose the urgency. By having it in front of you in an actual piece of paper, you guys will find that that will be automatically something you put more of your attention on. After, If you determine that the person is not motivated, they're not like a AAA ready-to-rumble lead, then you can put them in your digital system. Then you can have Top Producer or something else notify you what your next course of action is as far as lead follow-up. But until that happens, do keep it in paper. And I don't care if you're a millennial who literally cannot – Think without your iPhone in your hand or whatever, it still will work. It works at a higher level, and the cool thing about having it, you know, like this, old school-wise, is it gives you great accountability. There's the lead on the piece of paper in front of you. It's not hiding behind an app on your phone, and you know you're supposed to be following up on that lead. Next point, Jules?
1: That's it. All right. So since you are now going to use the same system no matter what, and you're not going to have to search in the bottom of your purse or in the back of your wallet for wherever you wrote down that lead – It requires that you do number five. Enter all of your new leads into your dedicated system daily. Keep your system updated, and you'll be more likely to actually practice relentless lead follow-up. This, of course, means that you will also make money faster. So there's a relationship between the speed in which you communicate and the speed in which you get paid. Enter your new leads into your dedicated system daily. How many of you are thinking right now, oh, my gosh, I'm so behind on my lead follow-up. I've got to get that updated, and I've got to type it into top producer, and then maybe I'll call them. Do it daily and you'll get paid faster. It actually does work that way. I know it's if, shocking, if, but true. <laughs> if
0: you feel like you're lacking business right now, which is probably 90% of you, grab all of your leads from all your places, all your this, thats, and the others. Throw them on a, you know, one place and then call all of them and use our pre-call scripts. Find out if they're actually ready to do a transaction. If they're not, if they were just looky loose, and you might find painfully, I am sorry for you about this, that some of them have already done a transaction, you just didn't follow up with them aggressively enough, so give yourself the okay to throw them out. Do not accumulate leads is the takeaway. The accumulation of leads, if you've got a bunch of leads, that actually is a mistake. It says that you're not drilling down and asking tough questions. Seriously, guys, a bunch of leads is not the goal. A lead has no value. A lead is useless. If you want a bunch of leads, just grab the white pages. It literally, a lead really, truly has no value. A pre-qualified, motivated seller or buyer, now we're talking. So don't let yourself have a false sense of security just because you've got 300 leads or I had a coaching call with somebody. I'll never forget this. It was a few years ago. It was a guy, and he was going to argue with me tooth and nail about essentially this philosophy that we're sharing with all of you. And he had twenty three thousand leads that he'd been accumulating oh since gosh. the mid nineties. And I asked him, "How? I mean, how is he even? I don't even understand. I mean, what is it? He's just... I mean, <laughs> you we're know, about to start he, over, right? And I said, and his transaction volume per year was like twenty four or twenty five uh, deals. And he had a good sale price, so he was making a nice living. So I asked him, I said, so let's go through all of your, and then we just focused on the sellers. Half were sellers, half were buyers. I'll never forget this. And we went through all of it, and I asked him, okay, so where did that seller come from? You know, we went through every single one of his closed listings. And he had good notes. The guy was very analytical. So this one came from this, this one came from that, and the one. All of his transactions, on, and then we went through the buyers. Buyers were a little bit iffy. He didn't track those as well. But then he found out at the end of the conversation, that maybe two of his leads had come from that ridiculous lead follow-up system. But what that lead follow-up system had done, and he digged it around to sort of figuring this out on his own psychologically, is it had given him an excuse not to actually learn how to do the more direct way of lead generating. He actually never learned to work as centers of influence and his past clients and the other things that we teach you guys That are really the most practical, easy, by the way, uh, no cost ways for you to generate business now. And psychologically, when he moved past the false sense of security he had from this massive database of just worthless names and numbers and phone numbers and whatnot, he was terrified. And so we didn't do it all at once. We did it slowly. And, you know, we, I kind of psychologically we went through it. It took probably 90 to 120 days. And then what he started to do is he started to realize he sent one email out to his whole database. If you're still interested in receiving information from me, let me know. He had some responses, not very many. And we ditched that whole entire system. But that was something that was, a, it was actually an anchor that was holding him from actually ever getting out to sea and truly becoming a magnificent agent. Then he started Lead generate Then he realized that having leads is not a good thing, having qualified leads is what you're after, and of course, closed transactions. So guys, listen, real estate is the best thing about this business is it 's simple when you make it simple it 's elegant when you let it be elegant it 's incredibly profitable as long as you keep your head screwed on straight. I mentioned that great article from Teek uh, on Enman. One of the conclusions that he came to from having interviewed what looked like five or six different agents who have these big lead generation monstrous systems is that it is a bitch to track. It's a, even in the digital format, but really, it's very difficult to make much of a profit when you're spending so much money on so many different intricate systems. Purify it, guys. Cut it all back. Realize that a lot of this stuff is just, you know, it's your belief that there's a magic pill or there's an easy button that you can push. Stay focused, keep it practical, stay tactical, and you'll find that this business is the business that you were hoping it would be it doesn't have to be this big, monstrous, confusing, stressful thing that has so that has plagued so many what would have been very magnificently successful agents because they've believed that their business has to be complicated. Let all that go, realize you know what this is an easy business. it really is an easy business it's buyers, it's sellers it's asking questions it's helping people that are ready to be helped. And next, that's the business. It's not more complicated than that. If there's ever anything we can do for you guys, please feel free to email us directly, Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. It's our pleasure to help you at any time in any way that we can. Thank you. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow.